ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into a new month. Welcome in to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me this hour. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Marshall Women's Basketball Team, Tony Kemper. He's making his final push with his squad, getting set for the Conference USA Tournament, so we're going to hear from him. And uh, I do believe, if schedule permits, we've got uh, Megan Smith coming on a little bit later on for Marshall Softball. So we're going to hopefully talk to her towards the end of the show, and we'll get your phone calls in as well. But we got to talk Marshall Basketball last night. So... They went into a place where teams have not won this year. Nobody had won on that court. Everybody has played on the opposing team at Thomas Assembly Center. Got beat. Marshall was one of those teams that went into Thomas Assembly Center and got beat. Now, they probably were the one team that gave Louisiana Tech all of the fits that that team could handle. They they pushed them. Well, Marshall's been on a skid. They've bounced back their last home game. So they've got 12 days off. You're kind of feeling like, okay, how are they going to come out here? They've had some time off. How are they going to respond? And you know what? I liked how they responded. John Elmore in that game, 34 points. He's only five points away from being the all-time leading scorer in Conference USA. He'd be tied. He gets six. He's all by himself. But he just needs five to tie. Either way, five or six points, he's the all-time leading scorer. Six points or more, which he'll get. He's going to be the guy. And he comes up with 34 points. And you know what? When they're hitting their shots, their offense goes. They can then do what they need to do across the board. And you look at what they were able to do. Not only did Elmore put in 34, he was 10 of 17 from the field. 5 of 6, I'm sorry, 5 of 10 from the three-point line. 9 and 9 from the free-throw line. And he had 6 rebounds. He had 7 assists. 1 block. Had a few turnovers, 3. But as a team, the Herd only had 12 turnovers. That was good. That was a very solid performance there. But... You got 15 points out of Jared West. You put him in sort of a point guard position. Five of eight, four of six from the three-point line. He hit one of two free throws. He came down with three rebounds, 30 minutes of play, four assists. He had 15 points. Tavion Kinsey comes up with 13 points. He shoots five of eight, two of three from the three-point line, one of two from the free throw line. Also got a couple rebounds. He had um, one assist. He had, I thought, uh, a really solid game for 16 minutes. He's out there 16 minutes, and that's a good effort. Rondell Watson's out there for 24 minutes. And, yeah, you think, okay, he only had two points, but Rondell also had a couple of steals, had a couple assists, had a few rebounds. He's out there to be, I don't want to say he's the muscle, but he's the guy cleaning it up sometimes for you. And then you've got Jansen Williams. And I didn't even talk about this last night on our postgame. Jansen Williams, 11 points, 3 of 8 from the field, 3 of 7 from the three-point line, 2 of 2 from the free-throw line. 
He had 10 rebounds. So, hey, 11 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. Congratulations to him. I don't think we even talked about that last night because we were talking about Elmore's great effort, 34 points. And the thing is, Elmore's 34 points doesn't overshadow everyone else. You have four guys in double figures, almost five because if C.J. Burks would have got one more point, he was three of nine from the field, hit one of three three-pointers, hit both his free throws. He gets maybe one more basket, he's in double figures, and all of a sudden you got five herd players in double figures. But four and one that is one point away, that's pretty solid. It was a shorter rotation, shorter lineup, sort of out of necessity. But Marshall on the night, 29-57. They shot 50.9%. Both halves, they shot 50 or better. Three-pointers, 16-32. Both halves, they shot 50%. And that's what they end up with, 50%. So they're hitting half their three-pointers. That's going to make their offense go. And they're 10 of 20 in that first half. And I say go. If you're hitting them, go. If you're not hitting them, I think you pull back a little bit. But if they're hitting them, you keep going. Same thing in the second half. Six of 12, you hit them, you go. Free throws, almost perfect in the second half. First half they were six of six. Second half, 10 of 13. So 16 of 19 there for a field goal percentage of 84.2. Again, these are great numbers. And you look at what the other team did. Look at Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech didn't turn in an awful performance. And that's the thing you take away from this is, I mean, they had a couple of runs, but at the same time, Marshall was just better. In the contest, Louisiana Tech was 27-61. They were 12-26 from the three-point line. They shot 13 of 20 from the three the free throw line. And in that second half, they were almost uh, they were competitive. First half they were competitive as well, but second half, they got it really close. And at one point, Louisiana Tech led this game by seven. That was in the first, and then Marshall would in the second extend their lead by 16 at its highest. And that was in the second early with 17:37 to go. And so you look at what Marshall was able to do on the road in a hostile environment, and you think to yourself, where's that been? I mean, that's your first reaction. And it's not you're surprised they were able to pull that out. You're just sitting there going, where has that been? Because you were expecting those type of performances from this team. Now, I usually look at the hustle points, and it kind of gives me an idea of where this game is going. And I look at the hustle points and think, okay, um, not really the true indicator, but the one number we do look at is always points in the paint. And Marshall, historically, if they can win the battle in the paint, they win the game, and they won 24-22 to there. Tech took a little bit more off turnovers than the Herd. They got 19 points off turnovers. Marshall could only get 11. Second chance points, 17-11 to in favor of Tech. 4 nothing fast break points, and 18-11 bench points in favor of the Herd. Rebounding, we've talked about it. Marshall has been, well, I'm trying to find a polite word here. They haven't been very good. I'll just leave it at that. Rebounding in the contest, Louisiana Tech had 35 rebounds. Marshall had 33. So a two-basket difference there, a two-rebound difference there. Miss a shot, get a rebound, two. That's the difference. I'll take that. Take that and the victory. So Marshall now is 15 and 13. 
Best they can do is a 6. Worst they can do is a 10. That will be their seed coming up in the Conference USA Tournament. Louisiana Tech's 8-8 eight eight now. But Marshall has three more opportunities. They're going to play North Texas. Now, let me clear something up for you. I've had a lot of people, and again, this is all anecdotal, so I'm going to shotgun this. Marshall plays on Sunday. I've had a lot of people say, hey, when do they play on Saturday? What time's the game on Saturday? No, it's Sunday. And I understand it's an honest mistake. I'm not trying to pick on anyone, chastise anyone. I'm not making fun of you. I just don't know if you really got the memo on this. So we'll take our first break. We'll talk about that when we continue. But we've got Tony Kemper coming up next here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the March 1st edition, The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. And you know what? She's got impeccable timing as we were coming back. I have got here with us now the head coach of the Marshall softball team, Megan Smith. And um, first of all, congratulations on beating Ohio. That is always a good win for herd fans. Absolutely. We were really excited about that game. And you know, we obviously, the new staff, looked at how we did last year, and it wasn't a great outcome for the herd. So we were really uh, excited and pumped up to have them here, and I was really uh, proud of our team and how we uh, performed on, on Wednesday. How did it feel? Yeah, you, you, you've been on the road, and you finally get to really uh, experience herd softball at home and, and just you know, maybe your overall feelings, impressions, everything that went on and uh, in that game because um, – Hurt fans have, I guess, been waiting for this finally. Hey, we get to experience Hurt softball. Yeah, no, I, let me tell you, I've heard a lot about uh, the tradition and, and the fan support that we get and the community support that we get for our team. And certainly that was a big draw for me when I came here to, to be a part of, of that type of a program. And I didn't disappoint on Wednesday. I, I was just amazed by, by the fans, by the crowd. Um, you know, it really felt like we had a home field advantage. Uh, and, you know, I told the team before, you know, not many not many softball players get to play in front of uh, such a great crowd on a Wednesday at 3 o'clock. So we're really lucky to have that support. And it definitely plays a part in, in how we play out on the field. I mean, I think we fed off of that. And, you know, we wanted to give the fans a good show, and we certainly did that Wednesday. Because you weren't surprised by that. I mean, when we talked earlier uh, when you took the job, you knew this is what you were uh, getting yourself into. Uh, you were almost uh, – you were like, hey, wow, I get all this. This is what I'm get walking into, not, okay, i got to build a program. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, you're building a pond, I think, really one of the better uh, fan bases uh, in the country. Absolutely. I mean, that definitely was a big draw for me to, to find a place that cares about softball and, and that loves the sport. And, you know, I, I knew and what I had heard and what I had heard from Shonda Stanton and, and kind of seen how – uh, the success she had, I knew that there was that support here, and it was just uh, it was fun to be able to experience it firsthand Wednesday. So you get back in action. You have Ryder coming in, and uh, this is going to be more of a traditional series than just the one-off with Ohio. So I know her fans are going to be excited to see a little bit more of, of your squad, but what can we expect from the series uh, on Saturday and Sunday? Well, you know, Ryder uh, is coming in here, and, 
you know, their, their stats. You know, we're, we're trying not even to look at their stats. They haven't had a great start to their season. We're more focused on what we need to do. And I think Wednesday we really, um, our offense really stepped into its own and, and kind of showed what we can do from, you know, batter one to batter nine. And we were really had a strong showing offensively. So we're going to, this weekend, really hopefully continue with that consistency offensively. Um, you know, and Abby Tolbert threw a heck of a game on Wednesday against Ohio. And, and, and KK Williamson has been great for us all season. So, you know, we're going to rely on them this weekend. And we're really just going to focus on playing clean defense, uh, having our offense, you know, really balanced one through nine. And then, and then sharp pitching like we've had all season so we're we're excited to be back home we're excited to have you know a few games in a row um with our fans here and hopefully the weather holds out for us and and we can get all three in has that been tough uh not having the home opportunities or have you found it okay this is maybe the right thing for for this squad we're on the road we're getting to know each other we're you know not necessarily uh you know going our own ways after practice so you know we're all kind of coming together as a unit before you get them home yeah, I think traveling, it's, it can be a really powerful, positive tool for your team. And I think we've used it for that. You know, it's uh, a lot of time with each other. It's um, a lot of time for the coaches to build relationships with the players and, you know, the teammates to have time together. And there's not any other outside forces kind of pulling for their attention. It's all softball uh, and, you know, study hall and school, what we do on the road. So I think it's a benefit. And then now we get to come home and we've kind of established that. Um, and, you know, it just makes us a little bit closer and a little bit, you know, a bit more cohesive, I think. So after that, you've got Moorhead State, and that's not that far of a trip, so that's sort of a home away from home just because fans can travel to that one. Then uh, you're back at the Cherry Blossom Festival. You, so you really, before you get into conference play, um, you're going to have a lot of games on the road. I mean, these, these are it for right now until conference. You've got four home games. And uh, uh, have you seen that anywhere? Is that the norm? Uh, you know what happens in a lot of places. You know, you just got to play. Uh, you you got to play to your climate, and, and you know, here you can't really guarantee that we can play in February at home. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. So, you know, traveling is something that's not unusual. Um, you know, obviously, I was a head coach at Kansas for nine seasons, and we traveled the first five weeks of each season every single year. So, I mean, that's something that's not unusual, and you just deal with. But like I said, I think it could be used for a positive, and I've seen it. I've seen it be a positive thing for our team. Joining us on the program, Marshall softball coach Megan Smith, her squad out to a great start. And yeah, I know coaches all expect this, but you know, are you pretty pleased where you're at right now? This is where you were hoping you would be. This is where you expected to be. I think I'm I'm very proud of our players and, and how they've uh, gotten acclimated to the new coaching, to the new staff, to the new expectations. You know, I think you never know when you're new coming in. You don't know how your team's going to really respond um, against other teams and. You know, we didn't have, you know, we had no experience in terms of watching them play before, you know, so what we could go on was practice and scrimmage games. And I, I honestly, I'm, I'm really proud of them. I'm proud of uh, how we have grown as a team in this very short amount of time. You know, I think um, we are getting better in, in pretty much every area of the game, which is important for us to go out and get better every day, and we're doing that. I think our players are continuing to buy in um, and, and listen uh, and take coaching extremely well, and I think they're playing as a team. And you know, I I, I couldn't be any more proud of that. And, you know, the wins and losses, you know, will happen. Uh, the wins will happen if if everything's in order like that. And, and we certainly have, um, you know, have been able to win more than we're losing. So that's a positive too. Yeah, and you beat Ohio. So again, that endears you to a lot of people right off the bat who've never met you. They now know you beat Ohio, and I've let them know you beat Ohio. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was, it was a big win, too. You know, last season, Ohio run-ruled us. And, you know, I told the team, I said, you know, that's not going to happen this year. We're not going to allow that to happen on our field. And uh, for them to come out and for our team to come out and be as dominant as they were um, in all aspects of the game, I thought I was really proud of that. And I thought uh, I, was, I was hoping that the fans would appreciate that for sure. Have you got anyone, um, I mean, have, have hey, good job, Coach, beating Ohio. Have you heard that yet? I mean, is that going on right now? Well, obviously, uh, Mike Hamrick was a, a text that he sent me, you know, it's always great to beat Ohio. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of people have, have shown support, not just for that game, but for all of our games. I've been, I've been uh, you know, really just excited that, that people are taking notice and that they're uh, invested in our program and they want us to succeed. And, you know, we're, we're lucky to have such great fans and such a great community of Huntington uh, supporting us. Megan Smith, our guest, Marshall Softball continues tomorrow at home. Saturday against Ryder, you've got a doubleheader, and then Sunday mid-morning, 11 a.m. Oh, come on, we'll all be up by that point, and you'll be taking on Ryder as well. And uh, then you uh, you head to uh, Moorhead State for a doubleheader on uh, Wednesday, March 6th, which, again, you got to win that one. I mean, you you can't look ahead. I can. You can't. Uh, you got to get that one. Just Actually, just go on a five-game win streak here. That would be good for me. Yeah. Well, that would be awesome. You know, but like you said, you can think that way. I can't. we got to focus one game at a time. But I do think, you know, looking at our schedule, we have a chance, if we play like we can play, to go on a pretty good run. And, and that's our goal, you know. But all right, we want our players to focus one game at a time and not, not treat any game more important than the other and definitely not look ahead because that's when you can, you know, make some mistakes and, and leave one uh, on the table. And we don't want to do that. Okay, so I won't talk about Kentucky then anytime soon. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I, I won't say a word. It, it, forget I mentioned it. We're, 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 we're on the rider. I'll do the Bill Belichick. We're on the rider. Perfect. That's perfect. Coach, congratulations. It's been fun to, uh, to follow this team. Uh, I think you're doing an amazing job. And uh, continue the great success, and we'll have you back soon. And uh, let's hope that we're talking about, uh, oh, I say uh, until we talk again, because you're going to be at the Cherry Blossom Festival, oh, let's say maybe five or ten straight wins. That would be great. Hey, we'd love to do that. I'd love to talk about that for sure. Coach, uh, congratulations. Uh, good job in uh, everything you've done so far, and uh, I can't wait to get you back on. All right, Paul. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Megan Smith, um, again, um, they beat Ohio and now on the rider. I have to Bill Belichick this. All right, we're going to take a quick final break. We'll come back. We will wrap this up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You know, today's been fun. Got to talk to Tony Kemper. Got to talk to Megan Smith. Uh, Both are great coaches to talk to. Marshall, uh, I think uh, Coach Smith has come in and done a fantastic job to get started with the softball program. I think Coach Kemper is really building a nice program for Marshall women's basketball. So, you know, today was fun. Just love talking to those guys, and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Don't forget, Marshall Basketball back in action Sunday. We're talking men's basketball. It's a Sunday. And I know we talked about this earlier, but I want to just reiterate that they're not in a Saturday schedule mode, not this week. Instead, it's going to be a Sunday game. And I've had a lot of people ask, honestly, just not knowing, hey, when's the game on Saturday? And I know the Sunday's probably throwing some of you. It's not normal for Conference USA to play the Sunday game. Actually, I think it's a good idea just because, you know, Marshall's got an opportunity as a road team to get to Texas, and they're not 
going from one location to the other, and they get an opportunity to get settled in. I mean, make it fair. I mean, travel is definitely difficult in Conference USA. Now, if we're talking about teams that are close by, yeah, you maybe can say, okay, Thursday, Saturday makes a lot of sense. But you gotta. that's why we have travel partners in conference, and that's why uh, there are certain groupings just to, to make it a little bit easier, make it more sensible. But in this instance, you're going from Louisiana to Texas, make it at least a more uh, equitable pod. Still don't know if I like pod just yet. I I'm hoping that it's going to be beneficial for the overall picture of Conference USA. But if what happens happens the way I hope it does, and that means Marshall comes in as a sixth seed, goes through this tournament, blows everybody out, wins the conference championship, does Old Dominion get an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament? Did pod play help? Or did it matter not? That's going to be the big question here. Let's hope we have that dilemma for Conference USA. The Thundering Herd goes through conference and just wins the rest of these games, get into the tournament, and just goes through everybody. Same thing for the women. I think it's a different situation with the women. Marshall's got a fighting chance there on the women's side, and they also have an opportunity. We're not going to focus on that right now, but they have an opportunity to get postseason if they don't make the NCAA tournament. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for listening. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry, Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Usually that is a true statement. I'm the one in charge taking the wheel getting you to where you need to go but uh, no instead um, I think Tony Kemper is the one in charge of the wheel today he joins us on the program Marshall's women's basketball coach and uh, the road warriors continue their uh, their journey across America you're actually being driven right you're not actually in the phone driving I don't think that's the case I I am not driving the bus no but I'm riding shotgun I got a good I got a really good view for all this uh, Virginia traffic it, it, it is Stretched out in front and behind. So, so um, we were talking off the air. Um, what what are the game plans uh, like when you get there? Because uh, you know, there's got to be a, there's got to well, be a good meal plan here. And you got Jason Courier on the bus with you, and you got Shane Agora. I, I I know how those two are. Well, we me I'm the one that likes to eat. So um, we are uh, we'll get there, and you know this trip is always kind of interesting get down here around Norfolk and these tunnels they get backed up like crazy so sometimes you you get real close and it takes an hour to get the last 10 miles so um it's we're, we're supposed to do a little bit of shooting um you know kind of the way I do things I like to practice at home uh, before we hit the road so we practice this morning uh, kind of first thing and then we uh, I, I do like to get in there and shoot a little bit very low-key the girls just run around and shoot shots and kind of loosen up from the long trip and um, and then we'll go get something to eat we'll watch a little film tonight and uh go to bed and get ready to hopefully uh you know have another good effort so how do you feel at this point uh i know you've had a few days off and your schedule is a little bit more manageable than having 12 days off like the men it, it seemed to work for them but you know how you feel going into these last couple of games the way the schedule's worked out for you 
Well, I, I think it's been, you know, I think this week maybe got a little long on us. Um, not that we, we've practiced well, we're ready to go. But, you know, I thought last week, the, the bye week, um, well, came at a good time. We came off the road from two games, and I think it was good to get, good to get, uh, you know, a nice long week. I think this week, um, you know, we probably, I probably would have rather played Thursday and, and, you know, let's play. I think our team's playing pretty good. Um, you know, even besides the loss to Western Kentucky, we competed really well. Um, you know, honestly, just came up a little bit short on shots and free throws and plays that we have really been making at the end of games. And, um, you know, I think we're like four and one now in overtime. So we've played well down the stretch. But, um, you know, I think they're they're ready to play again. I can tell you that. Excited bus to come down here to Old Dominion and play. And, um, you know, and, uh, you and I have been talking. Um, you know, every game here has been a really big game. And this one, uh, they're one game behind us in the standings. And, uh, you know, so they're trying to catch us. We're trying to keep them down. And, um you know, it's always a fun place to to play women's basketball down here. You know, they've got national championship banners hanging. And, um, should should be a fun day. Are you at the point now with your squad when you have a, a disappointing loss that you don't point at and go, "Hey, we're we're so much better than we were the last time." Instead, they're at that point now where that really just probably sickened them personally that they couldn't get that victory. I mean, because you and I can talk about, hey, from the last time you played them to the last time prior, just the difference, and we can say, hey, there's there's a great improvement there, great effort, everything, but you didn't get the win. So um, are they at the point now where they take that a little bit more seriously, a little bit more personally, and they, they don't even want to talk about how better they were? Yeah, I, there's no question. You know, and, and me neither, quite frankly. I mean, I, you know, it is – when I go home at night, we've definitely uh, definitely made big strides this year. There's no question. And yet, um, there's also some big fish that got away. And I think the West Kentucky game is the big one that just got away. And uh, and that's not to say they're they're a good team and they made plays too. And um, it, you know, and yet uh, we would have a two game lead in the top four in the league and really have submitted ourselves if we were able to get that one done. And you know, when you get so close and um, you know, our, I think a good thing about this team and where we've come a long ways in a short amount of time is, um, you know, it, does, it doesn't really, they wanted to win that game for a lot of different reasons, um, you know, and they're, they are not, um, they're not satisfied with getting beat by one of the good teams in our league. <laughs> you know, they're, they're trying to beat the good teams in the league. They were coming off a win. Um, you know, one of the better wins we've ever had at Middle Tennessee. And, um, you know, they were trying to get that done. And uh, so we, you know, we talked about that a little bit, disappointment in that. I, you know, I walked around on Sunday and every once in a while would have a little moment where you just want to yell something because you're so close. And um, and yet you got to get back on the horse and you got to get ready to go play a good old Dominion team. Uh, we've had a good week of practice. They're, they're excited to play. And that, that's, been, that's been a trait of this team. Uh, they they like to play, and uh, so you know I would anticipate tomorrow it'll be a spirited group, and um, you know they'll Old Dominion will take a pretty good shot from us, is what I would guess. Does it also help that you're getting to the point now in the season where you're running out of games? You know, at one point there's going to be that final game. Now you can control that to a, a great degree, 
but there's going to be a point in time where we don't get to see a Shayna Gore on, on the court anymore. We don't get to see some of the other players who have been an important part of Marshall basketball. They don't get to play with each other in this manner anymore. So, you know, how how has that been going through practice with them individually, knowing that, okay, uh, we have an opportunity to keep this thing going as long as we can, but at the same time, they realize, all right, now's the time. If any time is, if any time, now is it to get get it going. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that all all the basketball teams that win down the stretch are are excited to be out there right now. And um, you know, there is a. I know for a fact our seniors. There's some finality that they're starting to see, and I think that's been a big reason why we flipped the switch that we flipped is I think our two seniors have been, uh, they've been great leaders in terms of energy and the, the effort that we give when we play. And, um, you know, I know that, you know, I know that the Western Kentucky game really hurt both of them, you know, cause that, that's a game they want to get over the hump on. That's a team they want to be, um, because they do have respect for Western Kentucky. And, uh, you know, I know that, uh, that they do kind of see, the incoming and you know so we're hitting it with energy and we're we're uh you know we're we're practicing hard uh we've had some of the most spirited practices we've had in a while and i think they're just excited to to go do things that uh that hasn't been done at marshall you know we're we're trying to get our sixth sixth conference win which that's the most that would be the most ever in school history so um you know i think there's a lot of things that are that are right out there hanging that um you know, are just pretty cool things. And so they're, they're attacking it. They're getting after it. Uh, you know, and yet we know that we've got quality opponents left on the, on the schedule and we'll have to play well to get wins. Tony Kemper, our guest, Marshall women's basketball coach. So yeah, let's talk about that. You've got old dominion, then you're going to come back home. And, uh, by the way, you're, you're really solid on Thursday. So you've only lost one. So, I'm just going to go ahead and pin that in as another win for you. No pressure, of course, but uh, I wish we could. Yeah, I wish we could. I'll just go ahead and do it now on my schedule, and um, I mean, it's guaranteed. Just about no, actually, I know it's not guaranteed, but uh, you've got this one sure. on the road, and uh, after that, you get to come back, and uh, I know that's going to be an emotional time because after that, it's tournament time, and as much as you're excited for that, because you're going, a lot of people didn't think you were. You're going to the tournament, and hopefully making a lot of noise there. Uh, you still got the home fans who uh, probably, uh, unless um, unless you get to the win the trophy, come back, play postseason. You know, um, you never know with these things. So I guess it's going to be an emotional time coming up next week. Not to, not to make you teary-eyed early. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it starts with this game tomorrow on the road. and um, You know, Old Dominion is, you know, they – we played really well against Old Dominion at home, but kind of got the ball rolling for us. Um, you know, we, we had a very good defensive game. We held them to 48 points. And, um, you know, they were 31 in the RPI when they came into the Huntington. So that was a great win, um, you know, for a program. Really put us on a good good plane for how we uh, got started in conference play. And we really haven't – we have not dropped off the momentum, so to speak, you know. And, um, you know, so – Tomorrow's a big game, and then we're home on Thursday against Florida International. Um, you know, which will be, uh, you know, you're right. We're we're saying goodbye to uh, a group of girls who have, uh, you know, had great careers at Marshall and represented our university really, really well. 
on the floor and off the floor. So that's that's always an emotional day, and it, you know, and yet I know it will be a day where uh, this team is really playing for a lot still and playing to, you know, hopefully continue to build momentum going into Frisco, uh, which is the place we not we not only want to be there, we want to be playing well while we're there. So, um, you know, it's going to be a big, I guess, about six days, five or six days here uh, that we need to make a push in. How hard is it every year? You go through this every year as a coach, but how hard is it uh, not only for you personally, because you've taken, yeah, you've invested a lot of time and energy into these young women. Uh, you are uh, pretty much uh, their their major influence for a long period. You're their mentor. I can we can use so many adjectives, but you know, there's always a, a great connection between player and coach. So how tough is it just for you personally to go through this? I know you're happy at the same time. Uh, I'm sure there is a little melancholy feeling. Well, there's no question. I mean, you you, uh, you know, you definitely respect what they've gotten done, and um, and yet I, I think most of that comes uh, a lot of the play and stuff that comes with this offseason. Like, what are we going to do now? You know, how, how are you going to get a basket now? And that this group that's great, you know, Taylor Porter, Shana Gore, um, you know, those two are having great seasons, and uh, they're going to be very very difficult to replace. And and yet, you know, that as people, they're they're tremendous individuals that. Um, you know, are going to be successful when they leave Marshall. And, um, you know, it, it's, it is a, uh, it's bittersweet a little bit. I'm happy for them. They've really, you know, the, the group that is, uh, it's going to be honored on senior night is, has, uh, done very, very well in the classroom and, um, you know, and also helped really kickstart this program. And ha- we've had a great year and a lot of, you know, they get a lot of credit for that. So, um, you know, we're definitely going to miss them and, I'm going to miss um, the contributions that they um, helped us, you know, achieve this year for sure. And, you know, yeah, that's one of those things where I, I really want to carry, I want the next group to pick up the torch and carry it on. You know, I want to be having these conversations about seeding and tournament and buys and, and things like that year after year after year. And uh, so I appreciate the stuff that they've done this year to, to help us talk about these things that a lot of people didn't anticipate. Tony Kemper is our guest. Marshall basketball coming up now on the road for the final regular season road contest back at home on Thursday. So we'll remind folks that uh, this will be the last chance to uh, see your squad until the tournament. And then uh, either we're going to be watching on a big screen in the NCAA tournament, or if that doesn't happen, well, you know what, what am I talking about? That's going to happen. Uh, forget the hey, NIT. Hey, we'll forget the you. NIT. I'm not even thinking about that. We're talking NCAA tournament here. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. That, that's that's definitely what everybody's playing for. And uh, you know these these last couple games can really can really help set us up for a good run in in Frisco. So you know we've we've played the top teams in our league very very well over the last couple of weeks. Um, some of them we've gotten over the hump on. Some of them we we uh, we haven't. But I think we've learned a lot. I think we're better now than when we started. Uh, for sure, and I think we've got a chance to play some of our best basketball, you know, right now, which is what you want to be doing. Tony Kemper, our guest, Marshall women's basketball coach, riding shotgun, heading down to uh, get some business done in Virginia, then get back here and then um, fly you over to Texas. Um, Frisco, I, I know, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited about that. Thank you. You know, uh, Mr. Hamrick's got us a big plane that's taking the whole crew down there. and 
we're going to ride next to the men. And, uh, I think we've got the cheerleaders, the band, everybody on there together. So there's going to be it's going to be a pretty good push of uh, of Marshall Green and Briscoe. And, um, you know, I know it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be neat as a you know overall basketball program. Obviously, the men um, have done a great job of being successful down there. So maybe we can learn a little bit from them since we're tagging along. I thought they were riding with you. I thought that was the, the game plan. Not you with them, them with you. <laughs> well, what, however you want to say it. However you want to say it. I don't, I don't get caught up in semantics. Hey, I'm just pointing it out. I'm just pointing it out right now. Um, yeah, it was their turn last year. So <laughs> I will not turn. be riding shotgun on that. I can tell you that right now. I'll be somewhere in the back. Okay, well, yeah, that's. I get that. That's completely, <laughs> you know, you're closer to the bathrooms and everything back there. I mean, I get that. It's smarter. It's a smarter play on your part, right? <laughs> well, I don't know much about all those controls. I always look in the cockpit, but I, I, I know nothing about that. I can help a little bit with GPS. Okay. Yeah, you know, after all, you've probably been everywhere in this country, so you could probably help the navigation there. You... I can't. I can't. If, you, if you've if you been in Conference USA for seven years, like I have, you, you know your way around uh, the good old U.S. And Frisco, uh, again, I, I don't know what you do in Frisco, but I'm sure you'll uh, you won't have time for that. You'll be playing basketball for uh, for a long time, so uh, really no worries there with the, with the entertainments right. going on. Yeah, I hope I hope that's right. I hope it's a whole lot of you know watching watching the men's team play well and then going and playing well ourselves and then reloading for the next one and, and doing it. I hope it I hope it happens three or four days in a row like that. Safe travel the rest of the way. Uh, I know you get a bus load full of characters there, um, including uh, one sports information director, Jason Courier. Uh, I, I bet he's sitting right next to me. He's he's uh, he's on his phone. You know, he's trying to make sure that all the tweets and everything about this radio show are on above board. Okay, so. fair enough. Uh, he's monitoring the show, tweeting the show. He's good at that. That's right. He's okay. giving thumbs up right now, so we're all good. All right, good deal. Um, you guys have a, a safe trip down there. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, can't wait to get you back here. And uh, Next week, let's talk about uh, getting you to the tournament and uh, winning on Thursday. So uh, I've already got it all planned out. That'd be great. Uh, thank you, sir. Appreciate it as awesome. always. Sounds good, Paul. Tony Kemper, Marshall women's basketball coach on the program. And uh, I know um, you're not heading down to Virginia unless you've made plans. Maybe you are, but uh, you need to head over to the Henderson Center on Thursday check them out for the final regular season game for I think a, a really spirited group of individuals who have against I think a lot of uh, people saying no this isn't going to be a team that can be a contender a team that can challenge and I think they have flipped those expectations and now uh, they are definitely on a path that is going to lead to bigger and better things and it might start in Frisco who knows but I'm really high on what this team has been able to do and I think you should be as well all right we're going to take a quick break come back and a little bit later on I hope to be hearing from Marshall softball coach Megan Smith when we continue with today's edition of the drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.